as an industry, do we go and ruin things with ads? Char- Charlie, mate, <clears throat> hang on. This is the Media Week podcast. I'll be positive about media, man. Welcome to the Media Week podcast, the podcast made for media people by media people. Don't worry, we're not your CEOs just yet. We're your common media folk in the weeds of the day to day. Each episode, we'll share opinions on hot topics in the media world, along with some bents to keep you going on a Friday afternoon. So who's in the room? It's me, your host, Harriet from Publicis, Jack from Craft. Hello. Buki from Wavemaker. Yo, yo. And Charlie from MIQ. Oh, hey. In today's episode, we'll discuss threads. What are they? Not your eyebrows. <laughs> you didn't, but you did. What a fact you shared beforehand, was it? Yeah, <laughs> you, you kept that, that one, one on the wraps. That you wanted that joke to was spontaneous because I panicked. <laughs> okay, brilliant. But first, news flash. Oh my god! In social. To offset slowing ad revenue, Meta launches a subscription program for one of its VR headsets, Quest Plus. It will give subscribers access to two new games a month. Have you heard of Quest Plus? Have you seen it? Mm, can't say I have. Is it just games they're giving access to? Is there like additional video-based content and things like that? Presumably. I haven't heard much about it since it launched. No, I think I'd heard about it, but and I think I've seen the adverts maybe for it. That's about it. But I don't really know what else is going on. More work to be done, I'd say, from a media perspective. (laughs) (laughs) Can you advertise yet? No. C plus. (laughs) TikTok is on the lookout for brands to sponsor trending hashtags. Digiday confirmed that advertisers can officially link viral moments, with Unilever striking a global deal with TikTok for the hashtag CleanTok hashtag. And that's by Mindshare, apparently. Have you heard about that? I have seen a little bit about that, yeah. They're just growing out like they're offering quite a lot, aren't they? They've sort of tried to keep it quite straightforward to start with. And now they're starting to add interesting new kind of things in new products. I think it's quite an interesting one. Yeah, well, it's a big deal that Unilever has struck a deal with them. So let's see what brands follow. I think that's actually a really interesting one because obviously a brand that big such as Unilever jumping onto something like a clean talk, because those are the kind of things that came out of like the rise of TikTok that you wouldn't have expected to be really popular content, but people are absolutely obsessed with watching things get clean. And so, yeah, for a a brand like that to jump on that and make that kind of deal. Is there not a risk with the brand safety concerns on TikTok that clean talk could be a massive like fail in terms of that goes against some content that's not necessarily safe, it's not clean, it's a bit dirty? Yeah, I was going to say, well, the, the existence of clean talk implies the existence of dirty talk which is which is something that i don't know whether you'd want to sponsor or not but maybe there's an opportunity for one of the other major wreck it ben kaiser could sponsor dirty talk and we'll see what people are actually going for you lot are the most because i don't think it implies that at all okay. <laughs> i think because there's so many talks these days so uh <laughs> i'm just waiting for kim and aggie to appear on the screen oh do you remember kim days. and aggie from how clean is your house yes. you're gonna age us here we just lost gen z again let's move on with that considered before there was clean talk there was how clean is your house on bbc one In audio, audio was voted as the medium with the brightest future, according to the audience who attended Campaign Media's 360 conference in Brighton. I hear that podcasts are going to be huge. 
<laughs> I mean, I to be honest with you, I massively agree with the fact that audio's got a bright future, though, but controversially, because radio still works really well, but it's not a very sexy media channel. So when you say that, people look at you like you three are looking at me right now. <laughs> On what metric? Do you want to get into measurement? <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, that's a, it's an argument for another day. Thank you, Charlie, for that segue. In search, as of the 1st of July, Google is no longer processing data using standard universal analytic properties. We have finally reached our GA4 era. Keep it cute, though. Google <laughs> Analytics GA4 offers many benefits to media agencies, including smarter insights, greater user journey tracking, simplified data integration and privacy compliance, and cross-platform measurement. We will get on to measurement during one episode but not this one. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to talk about that today. Who, need, who needs measurement, you know? Just, just keep spending. It's that fine. all does sound very useful, though. In social, 30 million users have already signed up for Threads, according to Mark Zuckerberg. Threads is a text-based conversation standalone app owned by Meta, but powered by Instagram. Threads is pitched as a friendly rival to Twitter. Yeah, we had full top-down comms from I think even a group M level being like threads is coming out here's a pdf here's our take in an email as well as well as another pdf deck yeah there was loads of comms as soon as it came out so someone knew what was going on for a minute there I thought you were about to start reading it out off your laptop. <laughs> and I've got it prepared here <laughs> but now yeah lots of comms just to to stay abreast because I guess as media agencies we are the ones who help to advise our clients and let them win. We need to be at the forefront of the developments in the industry. So yeah, we had, we had a lot of that coming out. I'm excited about it because it's going to be a whole new planning challenge. And like, I'm, I'm a big, big nerd. So <laughs> let's have at it. <laughs> I will say Mark Zuckerberg, he has got to be the number one media assassin. I think he's managed to genuinely infiltrate so many different things and make them work. And if he can't do it, he'll just buy it up and just bring it into the portfolio. The Threads thing, I think very interesting, especially for us uh, millennials in the room, because obviously we started out with Twitter and not one week after Elon says, you know, you got to have, was it 600 tweets on standard? Otherwise you got to have that like updated subscription. Zuckerberg comes out with Threads. My first thought, was for the programmers, the developers, because I don't know how long he had them in a room doing all of that, but we salute you guys because you guys were actually put on a show for us. Well, Elon had all those beds so that he wasn't using anymore in the Twitter offices. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, obviously Harriet's mentioned there that 30 million users signed up to Fred's in one day. We now have it on good authority that has now passed 100 million users. So I'm actually just interested, uh, is everyone in the room on Threads now? Yes. Yes, I threaded you and Jack the other day. Sorry, uh, Charlie. I'm not part of it, yeah. yeah. I'm uh, Twitter, Twitter faithful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't actually know my Twitter account is. But no, I'm not, I, I, I like look at it sort of online, but yeah, I'm not actually subscribed to it. Should I be doing it? Missing yes. out? I reckon it's got real legs in it, but it depends kind of what, what they do to it because... Right now, there's so much potential with it. They could take it in a lot of different directions. But there's also potentially the thing that some people are arguing that age of microblogging has passed and that actually it was, you know, Twitter became this thing that was just uh, kind of for celebrities and people who needed a way to PR themselves to do so. And like the average people weren't necessarily doing that. 
which I think is a kind of a cynical view of things because Twitter was at its best when it was actually normal people communicating with each other and kind of having their own communities within it. But whether Fred can do that or not remains to be seen. Have you seen any brands using it yet? Have you followed any sort of brands? Have you seen much exposure to that? No, but they did confirm that there will be no ads on threads initially. I think if they reach 1 billion people, then they'll think about monetization. But for now, no. But actually seeing any brands on there? No. Minus Katie Price. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, Institution. <clears throat> some brands have jumped on there, but organically. I've seen the likes of you know, like Pretty Little Thing, Boohoo.com have jumped yeah. on there. But again, it's in that micro blogging kind of space. So I think the biggest question, and I think they're right not to monetize it at this stage because they don't know what the personality is of this app. Has micro blogging kind of come to an end? Is it going to follow in the way that Twitter had done previously? Do I need to start rehashing my tweets from 2015 <laughs> and putting them onto threads? Maybe that's a new content stream there. I don't know, but... Each of the social platforms does have its own unique personality. And I'm not sure, you know, where do, this one's going to net out. Do you know what I've found like over the, so I've just been using it a bit over the weekend. And I quite like the fact that you're seeing the kind of content from the people that you follow. And obviously you don't follow hundreds and hundreds on this one because they've not, presumably the algorithm is still kind of under construction. They're just showing you the people you follow. It's quite nice. It feels kind of old school because you're actually just seeing like, you know, if you follow a couple of different news outlets, but also you've got some mates who are posting stuff, then it's got that kind of smaller feel. And it makes me think of something the old head of planning of Twitter, David Wilding, said that Twitter was at its best when it felt small, when it was kind of just kind of people talking about, you know, things that matter to them with each other and kind of being able to engage with the community. And it's just Unfortunately, obviously, in the period of time since Elon Musk rode into Twitter with his cowboy hat on and kind of made all those horrible changes, that's kind of feeling's gone. It's been a bit more angry. And from an advertising perspective, I'm seeing way more like stuff that's just real kind of low quality, but also certain things that have a kind of a slightly right wingy kind of. And I don't mean right wing as in like, conservative i mean right wing as in sort of a little bit far right racisty oh. um yeah interesting like, or like you're not not okay maybe not racist but like when it's a bit kind of conspiracy okay. a bit QAnon, like you know this guy oh this guy's got the answers you should watch his youtube channel and you're like oh, it's <laughs> like some of the answers you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah the vibe is weird that's what i'm getting at yeah and it feels a bit like it's just a lot of well, I mean, I suppose it has been for a while, but angry people shouting in a room. And I think that's exactly it. That's why a lot of people have gone there. They miss the environment that you had in the Twitter sphere when you could just chat to people and it was all kind of cool. But now, obviously, with it just being a little bit, let's call it brand unsafe, maybe, for lack of a better term. It is brand I think, unsafe. I wouldn't yeah. recommend ever going on it for a brand. No, brand I, me, me neither. So I think Threads just has a little bit of a, a nicer point of view. Everyone's a little bit more relaxed. But where it will net out, we don't know. But while we're here, what are your final predictions for Threads? Because as we said, it doesn't have a lot of the capabilities, especially the ones that bring in brands and businesses currently. Like it doesn't have a hashtag function. It doesn't have a trending section. You can't really do any of the things that you can do on other platforms. What are your predictions? Is Threads hope or hype right now? I think hope. I think brands will want to be on there i think brands will want to be advertising on there i think it appeals 
So let's see what happens. I may be eating my words or eating those crisps in front of me soon. But uh, yeah, what do you think, Jack? From a comms planning standpoint, you always have to think about lots of different angles for comms and not just for your paid comms. And what this actually has, you know, in its very kind of nascent stage is a real opportunity for organic reach that you might not get with another platform because they're not kind of severely limiting brands versus you know, versus normal people yet. I think that eventually that kind of meta style limiting of your organic reach will come. But for now, I think that if you're a a planner or an account person or someone who works as like a marketing manager for a brand, then there's like an opportunity right now to try and make some real headway by producing good content on there and building up that kind of cachet so that when they start assessing the quality of the accounts that are, that are part of it, they go, okay, well, maybe we'll allow this account more reach because people are engaging with it more. So I think there's a real opportunity there. And I think that the other interesting thing from like a more nuts and bolts paid media planning perspective, you know, if they make it run as part of the meta system and you're able to link that to your Facebook and your Instagram buys, then it's going to be quite an interesting thing as like a seamless part of the same system, one that we already know works incredibly well because it's basically the first thing on any social plan so i actually think that there's there's massive legs in it but they just need to not screw it up with a with a crappy algorithm and and poor build because at the moment there's loads of potential for them to learn from the mistakes that twitter made and i guess make something better that was a very eloquent answer jack actually (laughs) (laughs) i am shocked some prep this week for once (laughs) everyone was looking at me like what is still is this him Nice. I kind of feel like the view I have on it is that it feels like it's going to be basically ruined when the ads come. I don't know if that's just, as an industry, we seem to ruin things. Like, at the moment, it's this fun thing that everyone can enjoy. Like, Twitter was great when it was small and didn't have loads of ads on it. Instagram was great when it didn't have loads of ads on it. And essentially, are we looking at something that's great because it has no ads on it? As an industry, do we go and ruin things with ads? Charlie, mate, hang on. This is the Media Week podcast. I'll be positive about media, man. But you know what? Like, I think bad advertising can ruin platforms and stuff like that. But if brands and planners and the people who are kind of in charge of this stuff actually approach it in the right way and, you know, take a kind of positive attitude to it, then you could do it in a way that's not reductive for the rest of it. Because the thing is, it's the ad revenue that will ultimately maintain it as a thing because otherwise it becomes this kind of vanity platform that will run for as long as Zuck thinks that it's gonna that it's gonna do that but it won't run I guess well yeah yeah, money. yeah if it's not making money yeah precisely it won't make money but I don't think that advertising necessarily ruins stuff I think that's a little bit of a, a miserable <laughs> way to look at how we all make a living oh we're um, out of time now thank you for listening <laughs> yeah yeah Jesus man um so there's hope in the room there's hope in the room for threads yeah Absolutely. Also, I love the way that when you refresh it, the little curly app makes goes woo. Is that in a circle? I haven't, I haven't refreshed it that much, uh, but just <laughs> just just on mine, I do kind of agree with Charlie a little bit. Hmm. But we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I think the challenge is there for us to all do stuff that's worthwhile on it. Should we commit? Make a pact? Hands in. Only good ads are what we're going to buy for clients. We're going to say yeah. no. You're like, what, all through them? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're like, yeah, screw threads. It's going to be rubbish. <laughs> we have we have thread style formats if you want to utilise them in a brand safe environment. <laughs> ring, ring. Ring, ring. 
Hello, Media Anon. Okay, on to today's Media Anon. We have actually quite timely as the uh, IAAs is coming up. So this person says, I'm too scared to go to the IAAs after what happened last year. I was put in a taxi home by my boss and I have absolutely no recollection. Should I go again? Ooh, what happened? At least to get the story, you got to go back and just see if there's people there who might be able to piece it together Chat for to you. A little. <laughs> Did you see me last year? Question is, can you even go back or are you banned? I don't know. Has anyone been banned from the IAAs? I've heard a lot of stories, but I don't think I've heard of anyone be banned from the IAAs. I've seen some fashion choices that should be. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, do you even, like, you're so white. Do you even know what IAAs are? Well, I, well, I'm bitter for having not been invited to the IAAs. Indeed I'm jealous life. of this person who's been invited back, despite <laughs> the fact they vomed up a toilet stall or something. You, you Jack, assume. you work in UK planning, so you can't go see any international advertising. I've planned media in India this year, mate. So, you know. <laughs> Look at your global legs. Yeah, and yeah, I still, I still, can't, still can't get an invite to the IAAs. If anyone, if anyone has a spare invite going, please, please send it to Jack. I was invited twice. I had turned down invitations. I didn't know you weren't going. Oh, well, hey Charlie, go. what, where are our invites? Well, I didn't know he didn't. I didn't know. Well, actually, you guys are both global. Yeah, we've got yes, some so global We're supposed to be helping the poor anonymous punter here, not <laughs> dealing with my own inadequacies <laughs> when it comes to social events. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> Should they go? Well, if they weren't pulled up on it last year, presumably they would have got away with it if their boss didn't bollock them nearer the time. Those pesky kids, I'd have got away with it. <laughs> I, I do a little bit of research around the friends, try and get a vibe. You know, it was so much fun last year. What happened? Do you remember what happened after that bit when I was doing the splits on the dance floor? And... <laughs> See where it goes, really. I'll ask for an audit of your team's Insta stories from around that night. Yeah. Go back into the archive. This has turned Look, some FBI, a, have a, have a FBI proper, style stuff. Have right a now. rummage in the Hurt Locker. <laughs> My advice would be go again with a GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> Go, go, go again. Don't touch the shots. Yeah, it's never shots. It's shots. never shots. They're never a good idea. Shots will bug you up. And what else have we got today? Um, okay, yeah. My boss insists on daily virtual stand-ups at 9.30am every day. I literally hate this. It puts me in such a bad mood and I'd be more productive without it. How do I voice this without sounding like I'm trying to bunk off? Is 9.30 really that early? 9.15. That's 15 minutes Here early. we go, old man Jack. <laughs> Basically <laughs> lunchtime. <laughs> what time does your day start, out of curiosity? Nine. Oh, no. Sometimes Actually start at nine? Or? Yeah, start at nine. The point is like a daily stand-up at the start of the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little bit control freaky, but I suppose like proposing, proposing you start doing it every other day. And then, you know, start working it down. I mean, is it necessary? Like, I don't know if it necessarily is. It depends what's happened. What's the context? If you you fucked up, you probably might need yeah, to, I was gonna to say, stand if up. You, yeah, if, if you've been crap for a while, then that's a classic. Like, right, okay, we're going to do a stand up every day. To you're try basically and sort going it out. on a report like you're at school. Yeah, it is a little bit. But okay. I think maybe just try like offering... Like some again, some kind of compromise where you go, look, I'm I'm not sure this is necessary at the moment. Best utilization of my time. Oh, ooh, yeah, yes. there you go. Take note. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Schedule um, send. Schedule send a little update. <laughs> These are my updates already from the day before. Just proposing you do it every other day, and then you know when that becomes a bit more entrenched, then you go, okay, well we only need it maybe twice a week. You quit oh, yeah. your job. 
yeah, or go get go get a job somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, until Charlie's last input. <laughs> I was going to say that's pretty sound advice. Yeah, maybe 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 not go and get a new job. Try and fix things that you're currently exactly. Involved. Try and fix things here. If you're somebody that's calling in or writing in for media and non, can we have something a bit more juicy, please? <laughs> I want something like I really effed up at the summer party. <laughs> I can't speak well, to my IAs co-workers. I've already got the anxiety of what I'm going to do wrong. Oh, that's a good segue, yes. Speaking of what's coming up, the Media Week Awards are coming up. If you're someone who's incredibly proud of the brilliant media work that you've been doing, because you know, we're trying to continue being media positive here, the final late deadline is Thursday the 13th of July and so basically well that's 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 pretty soon so get your ass in gear but if you're really struggling for last minute sign off because we know that these things can take time if your clients aren't responding or if your boss isn't quite sure yet then please get in touch with Freya Spath who will be able to massage the deadline for you and everything will be fine best of luck to all of you involved Okay, so that wraps up today's episode. Tune in next week for more fun and frolics. <laughs> you know, I'm killing fun and frolics. Fun I'm killing fun and frolics. Please like click it. the link if you'd like to submit your media anon. It's anonymous, so <laughs> don't worry, nobody will know. Be as scandalous as you can. <laughs> the link is in the show notes. Nice. I've definitely had one beer, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>